everybody. It's Chris and Rick Talk Guitars. That's Chris right over there in that chair. How you doing? And I'm Rick, and uh, we're in the He Shed again, talking about stuff, uh, guitar-related stuff. And he and I, you know, the show's basically about just a long list of Chris and my pet peeves, essentially. Rants. Rants. Um, whatnot. And that's the fun of the whole thing. Uh, one of our rants uh, that we talk about all the time is... My guitar player is better than your guitar player. Oh. Right? Yeah. Neener, neener, neener. Yeah. And, you know, this athletic, competitive aspect of guitar players or guitar playing and also just music in general, right? Right. But we're going to focus on guitar players because that's, you know, kind of what we do. Um, So... He and I, whenever we see like these battles online or wherever, we just kind of chuckle to ourselves and it gives us fodder to talk about. Um, But Chris, uh, why don't you kind of outline how you feel about this whole phenomenon of mine is better than yours? All right. I'm just kind of taking this in right now and kind of because we talked about doing this topic and I'm way into it, but um, I haven't really thought about it in this context. I will say one thing that I enjoy about this again, this goes back to that thing of me. One of my my pastimes is like accident watching online <laughs> and watching like drama unfold online. And one of the things that always struck me about these is there's a couple of ways they'll roll them. And one of them is um, the, the most underrated guitar player. And that's the one that I, that I, I like. Because actually, if you took that and made it into something like under the radar guitar players so people could find guitar players that they may not be yeah. familiar with. But people right. don't know how to operate that. So you go to those you know, those threads and a lot of times someone will be biggest you know underrated guitar player it'll be like mark knopfler right. brian may jimmy page it's like yeah <laughs> it's like what is the rating system right. I, I don't really get it it's like if somebody has like um has like a pod preset named after them they're probably not underrated <laughs> i don't know what a true let me ask you what would a, a true underrated guitar player be if we were having this thread and we had some sort of reasonable rating system right like what what's an underrated guitar player well I, something comes to mind right now that uh, you and I watched that prince uh, uh, guitar solo when, oh, while when they my were all guitar. doing while my guitar gently yeah, weeps yeah. right and then there was another guitar player who I don't even know his name. I don't know if you do either, but he was in the band and he was playing guitar and he was playing this tasty stuff that was like, Oh yeah. It was the Clapton stuff. From yeah. It was the Clapton. Yeah. And, and so to me, uh, an underrated player would be somebody like that you don't really even know of, but you, you know, maybe they're a session player or like that guy I turned you on to remember that I was look, looking at the bread video from the seventies. Oh yeah. Yeah. The session guy. And there's the session guy. Uh, and he's just playing tasty, great stuff, great guitar stuff. And so, and, and he's a session guy. So you've probably heard him on tons of records, but right. you wouldn't really know his name. So that to me would be an underrated player because you, yeah, because yeah. you don't know, you know, you've heard his great work, but you don't know who he is, and, right. and he doesn't get a lot of um, fanfare as a guitar player, but he's just out there doing his thing. Right, know? and now with YouTube, you can go out and check these people out, so it would actually be a great vehicle for discovering new people yeah. if people knew how to operate. <laughs> I, Mark Knopfler is not an underrated guitar no, player. He's, I mean, no. he's like, you know, anytime someone puts a Strat in the quack position and goes, check it out, Mark Knopfler. <laughs> That's not an underrated guitar Quacky player. Quack. And Brian May. And I remember actually... 
commenting one time, like just trying to find out some information. I was like, why do you think he's underrated? Uh-huh. And they're like, well, your average person wouldn't know who it was. Anybody who knows what a guitar is probably knows. If they don't, fuck them. They don't belong in this. I mean, they, they can't play this game because then the only guitar player who's rated is Jimi Hendrix. Right. Someone that's so in your right. face that, you know, everybody just assumes he's a great, he's rated perfectly or whatever. Right. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's very confusing, but it's very amusing. And I do know that... This kind of stuff, I think, is very sports-related, especially yeah. in this country, the way this country handles sports. A lot of people, the way they handle it, it just it breaks down to your team. He's my team, not my team, whatever, and I'm behind him 100%, that that sort of thing. But anytime you try to do that with art, it becomes ridiculous. It's like, you know, who is a better painter, Picasso or Van Gogh? <laughs> you know, it sounds ridiculous. Exactly. It's, it's the same thing. That's exactly right. But And then the, the other side is the overrated guitar player. And those are just, those are really shitty threads anyways, because it's like, you know what? We're all going to have likes and dislikes, so it's really ridiculous. That whole, you know, my God-given opinion is better than anybody else's. Exactly. Which is like, there's too much of that in, on the, the internet, in my opinion. <laughs> well, and again, like you were saying, all of that stuff that you just mentioned is driven by this competitive bullshit you know athletic competition crap and in art it doesn't work at all because you know and you and i again another caveat you know you and i have people we like and people we don't really care for and and everybody does but what i what i've tried to do as i've gotten older is say you know rather than going oh that guy sucks or that person sucks i'll just go no that person doesn't speak to me that that music doesn't speak to me and occasionally i'll still say it sucks to me or whatever but the underlying driver to all this is this competitive crap that people, especially like you're saying in our society, we we're just so geared for competition, right? Everything's a competition, you know? And in art it's bullshit because like, I've heard people say like, for instance, singers, Dylan, Oh, Dylan's a shitty singer. It's like, no, he's not. He's, he's actually a great singer because his voice is was like a fine, totally young. The same thing as Neil young, a piano. Exactly. Everything is right where it should be with his voice. Or guitar players. Like there are some great fucking guitar players that are punk guitar players right and their whole thing isn't about um technical ability or scales or any of this other bullshit it's about expressing themselves on this instrument in a way that is unique to them and and is uh being expressed through that genre of music punk right right there's people like you know i think you and i are like this where you know, song-serving guitarists are, are way up there. But I totally understand. If you go back to that video, let's take that Prince yeah. and the... Uh, un, I don't know who the guitar player was either in that um, While My out. Guitar yeah. Gently Weeps. Sure, there's a bunch of people are going to key into what Prince does because Prince is a badass guitar player. Totally. He's great and he's really talented, you know, great songwriter. So what he's doing is so far out front that, it you know, even the average layperson is going to... Like, their ears are going to prick up. Like, he's doing stuff. Look yeah. at that. Yeah. He's like... You know, and where people like you and I are more focused on the way that this guy is executing those really melodic around the song stuff that was, you know, just more song oriented exactly. kind of lines right from the record. And that's the stuff where I go to. And I understand not everybody's going to do that. The competition thing isn't helped by th- certain genres of music like bluegrass and a lot of the blues. They kind of like. They kind of like push that comp- competitive thing. And that's where I kind of like, as much as I love those forms of music, that's an element of it I don't like. Bluegrass is very competitive. Yeah. That's where I part ways with like somebody who is way more into technical proficiency and me who's more into playing for the song is, you know, th- those types of music can have a tendency to be just like, 
where a guitarist learns a collection of licks and just sprinkles them throughout. And their their thing is how they they, they sprinkle these licks that they know. Blues is like that a lot. Yeah. And not always though. No. But someone like Clarence White, who like learned um, bluegrass music took it another way where he's just like, you listen to some of this bird stuff and he's like, here's my bluegrass, but I'm doing this other shit here. Yeah. And it's inside of this song. I'm playing around these chords and coming up with this shit. So, I mean, it's doable and I have a tendency to lean more towards the song oriented stuff. Yeah. But blues is the same way. I mean, you it know, you just like check out this dude. He's like, you know, he's, his blues licks and you listen and it's just like him taking some blues licks and moving them around, you know, and just like collecting licks. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna poo poo that because it's like, you know, you hear people and I'm technically I can be blown away by somebody, but for me, a guitar player doesn't really even move me that much unless they happen to be in the context of music I like yep. and what they do inside of a song. So those are my criteria. Yeah, and I'm the same way. I mean, I still like when I was growing up and when I was young, I was really. Um, one of the suckers for like flashy guitar work and fast uh-huh. guitar playing and stuff. And I really got into that. But as I got older, but I, but I must say, even at that age, I really did appreciate like good songs and, oh, and, yeah. and serving a song. But I, I, I definitely, there was a part of me that, that I was a sucker for that shit. It was like a lure in the water, man. And I was like, I was after it. But as I've gotten older too, even more so now, I really have come to appreciate musicians in general that just serve the song man because if you hear a great song that's well written well executed i mean inter- and again that's subjective but right. but anyway if i hear a song like that that speaks to me that does so much more for me than listening to some guitar player like you know eddie or ingve or something like that execute you know a thousand notes in a passage you know what i mean and all so right. and again all of these genres and all of these players appeal to somebody and that's great. But that's the cool thing about art is that, you know, take take the competition away and just go, hey, these are the these are the things I like, you know, and for, for a lot of people, too, I'm a, I have eclectic taste in music like I like everything from ABBA to Zappa to you name it. I mean, there's something in there for me almost with any genre. But um, guitar players, um, I've just really grown to appreciate players who serve the song and who um, play melodically and lyrically, because that's just what really appeals to me, you know? And also, if I'm 100% honest, there's probably not many guitar players that exist that I don't find something that I'm, that I can take away from, whether, you know, it's just like, even watching, you know, somebody that I might be like, they don't really speak to me, but watch them play, and you can get shit from them, and it's it's like, if you remain open to that, I mean, what did I have? I had something to say. You talk. Um, But yeah, I mean... uh, what we try to do is just what I try to do is just is keep in mind that whoever I'm listening to, somebody likes it. You know, somebody thinks that's their guy or gal, right. and, which is totally cool. But um, again, it just it just irks me when people poo poo somebody like like a punk guitar player, for instance. Oh, that guy can't even tune his fucking guitar. It's like, well, he's playing or she's playing in a genre where. It's not about technical proficiency so much as just their emotion, the emotion or angst that they're conveying through their instrument. You know what I mean? And, you know, it's art. All of this stuff is art. Whether it's You know, maybe it's not high art, again, whatever that is. But, you know, it's some person expressing him or herself through this instrument in a certain way. And if they do it in a way that, that appeals to a lot of people, that's something, you know? Right. I mean, yeah. And if you're open to that, you get to like 
people from Michael Schenker to Johnny Thunders. I mean, exactly. I like those guitar players exactly yeah. the same. Exactly. For exactly different reasons. Yeah. You know what I mean? But um, people who are really technically, like, minded would just, like, really, like, probably wouldn't get Johnny Thunders as, like, a guitar hero. Right. <laughs> which I think, <laughs> I fucking love the way he plays guitar in, in the context of that band. Totally. And, you know, Ace Freely is, like, one of my favorite. There's a lot of people that are super highly technical will say, like, he's kind of shitty. Which he might he might be, but the way he does, he he makes me smile. I mean, he's got he's got a style, and from him, me liking him, it was like I, I listened to someone like um, Bob Stinson from Replacements, which always reminded me of of like somebody who's a cross between Ace Freely and like prog rock. Right. He had a really interesting style, and a lot of people won't even give these you know guitar players a chance. But if you start listening to really diverse things, you kind of see how the shit fits together. You know, yep. you can start to see people's influences, and it's great. And I know that one of the hardest things for me, I probably complain about it or like call it out a lot on this show, is blues rock. Like, you know, the white blues, <laughs> yeah. like kind of like hot shot guitar thing. Yeah. Well, with regard to the blues, I, I can kind of see where it, it's a dicey thing for me, too, because I love the blues. But I also can see the funkiness of how it's kind of been co-opted by a lot of white players or just, yeah, a lot of hot shot guitar players and stuff like that. I think hotshot more than... It's not even really a white thing anymore. Right. I think it's just like that That's whole true. like hotshot sporty element that we're talking yeah, about, where yeah, it's just like, exactly. check it out. This song just is just a placeholder yeah, be- for me to stick my solo. Right. In. It becomes this... Yeah, it becomes a a lick competition rather than... Like like you were saying, the blues... If you listen to the old, all these old blues people, it's all about the rhythm, and it's all about the feel. It, it, you know, it's this chunk, 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 chunk. I mean, you know, it's, they're trying to emulate a, a railroad car or they're trying to emulate some some sound that was pervasive in their lives to, to convey stuff. It wasn't about all these licks and stuff like that. Um, I would say even with B.B. King or any of those other guys, because even B.B. King was like understated in terms of, you know, fast playing or licks or all this other crap. But um yeah, somehow the blues warped into this weird competitive thing where now it's like, you know, you've got all these people who are trying to play fast. And, and and yeah, I think it just loses sight of what the blues really is or what it what that genre is supposed to be. And really. it just turned into a formula. Yeah. Like, um, I mean, I really love a lot of like old school blues and I hear way more parallels between like the early records from P.J. Harvey and yeah. anybody like, like um, you know, Joe Bonamassa or something. Like that, it's that rhythmic like approach and just like this. It doesn't have to be a straight up. Here we go, blues. Dun, 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 no. dun, dun, dun. It's just you know, it's just the way that the song is expressed and yep. rhythmically. For me, anyway, that's that's what it's always been. So I still love. I look for a lot of blues either in old blues or in other music that you know has that an element of that. Yeah. You know? And again, it's, you know, adopting from different things and not just making it straight up like we're going to make a formula out of this and then we're going to see who's the best at this. Exactly. And And that's a great point. It's like I kind of love how some people have taken, say, the blues or something and then kind of morphed it into even if it's hip hop or something like that. They're retaining this kind of cool fundamental element of this art uh, of this previous genre and taking it into another place but they're doing it in a way that kind of pres- almost you know not but preserves the integrity of the initial 
genre, but takes it a little different place rather than like you're saying, exactly making a formula and then saying, okay, uh, who's the, who are the now top we have 10? something to measure each yeah, other. Exactly. By. Yeah. And yeah, I'm this, I agree with that totally. And, and again, I'm, I'm a sucker for some of these, you know, hired gun, hotshot, uh, guitar players but but as i say as i've gotten older i've really it's been tempered by just if i hear a song that i love that doesn't maybe maybe even have a guitar solo in it i i love that song because it's just such a great song and for me it's just become i've become so song oriented that guitar takes a back seat to like every time i listen to a song it's like i don't care if i hear a guitar solo or a guitar in the song i just want to hear a good song right you know let me ask you a question so if you were like in the mood you're sitting around like I'm cleaning the house or something, and you really wanted to hear a guitar record. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I want to like listen to the guitar. What would you listen to? For me, I love people like Django Reinhardt, uh-huh. or I love Doc Watson, uh, or Jerry Reed, or Chet Atkins in terms of guitar, because then those guys really are playing a song on the guitar, like a, like you would sit down and play a piano. You know what I mean? They're right. playing the bass line and they're playing the me- the melody. Right. So and that to me, yeah, yeah, and that to me is like amazing, right? Because they're actually they're serving a song and playing the song at the same time right, right. rather than just me putting on a, a a record of a guitar person that just plays guitar licks you know right. what I mean? which i still dig but um for me again like if if you can play the guitar that way or in any instrument where you can sit down and play a song and somebody can go oh that's the song you know i think that's amazing and that's what i like to listen to how about you what, like if you want to sit down and listen to a guitar record or it just depends i mean sometimes if i really i'm so like steeped in the 70s a lot of times that um if i really want to hear a lot of guitar sometimes i put on maybe leary's rock and roll animal nice because that record sounds so good and it has two like gibson guitars that sound good i'll listen to it just depends i mean any of my i have a whole shitload of like 70s rock like Uh sometimes ufo rush anything like that but i also have some cool 80s stuff and late 70s stuff um, looking at my records right now, I really like um, the Dream Syndicate guitar um, and like Green on Red, that, that kind of era cool. of like 80s stuff. It, it just depends. I have yeah. a lot. But right now, if you said someone came into the room right now and said, I want to hear like a guitar record, I'd probably put on Rock and Roll Animal nice. by Lou Reed. But That's cool. Um, it just depends. It's, it's the, many, the many moods of music, which yeah. is great. And you know, one thing I found too that can be really helpful, and this is something, you know, in, in getting older, it's not only just about get off my lawn and being crabby <laughs> all the time. Well, I found that I'm, I kind of ex- push myself to find positive things uh-huh. in places when it comes to music. Nice. And I remember I had a birthday a few years ago, and someone who I didn't really know, except for back in, you know, in the high school days, sent me like for my birthday on my wall, posted a video of Joe Satriani, like... And, you know, here, you know, I'm a guitar player. Of right. course, they assume that I'm going to like this. And, you know, my first thought, I look at it I'm like, ew, it's not really my thing. But I'm like, fuck, this person, this was really cool of this person. To yeah, think it was me. nice. I checked it out and I watched it. And the thing, I, I didn't care anything about the guitar in it. But, and I don't know what the band was or anything, but I was really impressed with the rhythm section. Cool. I mean, you got this guy up here noodling endlessly. And they, they had a really cool, like, rhythm section. I don't know any of those cats were. So that was what I said was like, Thank you so much. What a great rhythm section. I found something positive That's cool. to say out of that whole thing instead of like, you know, I would rather put my face in a in a furnace than <laughs> listen to an entire Joe Satriani song. That now that's a that's some uh, that's some negative energy. That it, it is, and and again, I I feel the same way you do. I think about certain guitar players and and 
like Satriani or Vi or these other people. And again, some people dig those guys and they, but it just doesn't speak to me. Um, because to me, those guys really do too embody the competitive nature of guitar playing and stuff that we talk about all the time. They, you know, whether they are aware of it or not, they kind of seem to like perpetuate that kind of competitive nature of that stuff. And, and again, I was going to also refer to like guitar competitions. They have like guitar center or something like this will have, Oh, you know, we're having a competition battle of the guitar players or something like that. I think that again, there's all these things that just perpetuate this. What I, and I think it's negative. I think, I think if people just got more into their instruments and, and, and I don't know, you know, it's not going to do away with any of that stuff, but I just think, I think like you're saying with respect to art forms, I don't think this competitive crap does any good at all. And it it just alienates people. It's like, you know, like you were saying, like somebody sent you that thing that, you know, you don't really care for the guitar player, but both, Oh, that rhythm section is cool. Maybe I'll find out who those people are. And like, Oh yeah, well that guy played bass for so-and-so and blah, blah, blah. Um, but to me, that's another thing that I love about music too, or guitar players is like, um, like that, that, that session guy that I was, watching on that video. Do you video. ever know his name? No, I forget, All right. but I'm going to... It was on the it was on the Bread special the bread from the Bread special 70s. from BBC in the 70s. And right. I'll find it. We'll put it on our... Maybe we'll put it on our blog. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. Yeah. And we'll put a link to that thing. But anyway, I love discovering musicians in general like that that are like just these gems that most people don't know about, but you find them and you're like, God dang, this guy's really, really good. And he... And and again, the cool thing about him is he's a session guy. So he's his whole bread and butter is just serving bread the song. Butter. Yeah. <laughs> bread and butter, but um, um you know what I mean? And that there I love that. I just love a musician who's like their sole purpose is to make your song as good as it can be. Right. You know what I mean? That's cool. Not this competitive thing where well, check my stuff out, man. I can I can play, you know, really but fast. It's all, like, that said, I hundred percent agree with that. But there's also that reckless element of live, kind of like dangerous, kind of like oh, for ready sure. to fall apart, like that's what one of the reasons why I like Ace Freely is um, that whole like you know it sounds like he's getting ready to fuck up like on the edge of your seat. I love that too. Oh I yeah, mean, me too. Is, you can have it both. It's not a fucking competition. No, it's not. And exactly, I mean, because I like you were saying, I love guitar players. I love Michael Schenker. I love Johnny Thunders. I love you know all of these different guitar players all over the place. But Johnny Bonnie Thunders Ray. could kick the shit out of Michael Schenker. <laughs> True. Um, but again, anyway, I just think this competitive crap with regard to music or any art is just silly. And, and it, like you, I think you made a good point. It's like, OK, well, let's put Picasso up against Rembrandt or whoever. It's like, who's the best? It's like, are you freaking kidding me? That's well, a ridiculous. Picasso that's a could ridiculous. Outpaint. <laughs> I mean, if they, if they were at Guitar Center and they oh, had right, their right, easels yes. and it was like they had a stopwatch. You've got 30 seconds Picasso to create your win, masterpiece. Hands yeah, down. yeah I, I just it doesn't belong in this uh, realm at all, I don't think. And totally overrated, totally underrated. underrated. It, I, I don't I get those. That. They're never going to end. I mean, that's I mean, that's OK. Yeah. And I'll continue to be amused by them because I'll. If there's a thread like that, I'm always on it, just checking it out. Yeah, and I guess if nothing people else, watch it's, it. yeah, it's good for entertainment, right? It's good to watch people go at it. But um, I mean, could you this thing for a moment? Could you take something like make it? Because I've heard something to this effect once when someone was talking about Mark Knopfler, uh-huh. like, and somebody stepped up and said, "You know what? If you like him, you know, you should check out Richard Thompson because he does the same kind of minds the same." territory uh-huh. but he's a lot better in their opinion he said he's a lot better right there's that kind of competitive thing that can be positive if you present it 
like, all right, if you like Mark Knopfler, you should really should check out Richard Thompson. Yeah. He's, you know, a Strat player, played on some really cool tunes, and he has his own thing. I can see, like, making parallels between yeah. guitars can be can be really helpful. I mean... No, I think that's a great for point. For illuminating certain things. But, yeah, the, the, the anytime someone says it is better, I mean, I don't have a problem. You know, I don't have a problem with somebody going, that guitar player sucks. It's in their opinion, it's probably true, and it's yeah. like you know they don't like it. It doesn't speak to them, so for them it sucks, and that's yeah. cool. I mean, um, that's I, true. I say that sometimes. You know, I don't, <laughs> that sucks. I know. I say it, but realizing that if you're really honest with yourself, it doesn't really suck because it, as a guitar player, you can see somebody that you might not like, and there's something if you if you're astute and you you know kind of pay attention. There's something you can steal from them and make yourself a better guitar player. So I've never ever think I've watched a guitar player in a live situation where I just went, "This, there's nothing I can get from this right. person." I can't think of that, or, or I'm not somehow interested by what they're doing on the guitar because I'm, I'm a guitar player, or what gear they're playing. You know, that's yeah. another thing I dig. Like if I go see any guitar player, like if I happen upon a band and there's a guitar player in the band, I'll just, I just out of curiosity, okay, what pedals are they using? Or oh, what's, oh, that's a weird amp. I've never oh, seen that, that amp. amp or what sucks. guitar? That amp. Everything that, <laughs> that guy amp, owns sucks. <laughs> that amp is not as good as this amp. No, but you made a great point too about um, kind of discovery, right? Like. Like, if you like this person, you might like this other person. I love that because that uh-huh. is how I've discovered so many guitar players, right? And just through, like, okay, I love Jimi Hendrix. Oh, and he plays Killing Floor. Well, who did it originally? Oh, man, that you know, right. or just on and on, or any guitar player. Everybody has influences, or right? If you like, um, if you like Richie Blackmore, you may want to stay away from Ingway Mouse, <laughs> that kind of thing. Yes, it can be cautionary as well. Right. Yes, but um, I I totally dig that because that's how I've discovered a lot of music and a lot of musicians is just through this lineage, right? Of the person that I was exposed to for some reason, and then their influences, right? It's like right. you go back and back, back and back, and you find all of these cool artists, or or even just laterally, right? Like other people are influenced, even if they're in the same uh, uh, era or something, you know? Oh, yeah. Or eras is very important, too, because I think somebody like Eric Clapton, who gets a lot of love and a lot of hate. Mm-hmm. Overrated. It's <laughs> like, right? No, they'll get that, but it's like, which era of Clapton? Yeah, you know what I mean? Totally. Because it's, it's definitely different for me. I mean, I'm, my personal opinion is that he should have never picked up the Stratocaster because everything I like is is on Gibson, right. you know, and I think yeah. he really like was a different player too. Oh yeah, but you know the Stratocaster, Clapton is everybody's favorite, and they'll hold him up as like the Stratocaster Blues King or something, where it's like a whole bunch of other people are like, no, no, it's the, you know, it's the Les Paul and the SG era, that and for me that's what it is in three thirty five. Yep. So no, I'm the same way. I like the Cream era of Clapton the best. I think that was when he shined for me. Anyway, so he he went from being underrated to overrated. <laughs> Well, so, yeah, yeah, he's got a, he's got it all covered. He does. <laughs> but um, no, that's a great point too because some guitar players are fortunate enough to have a career that spans several different eras or you know of their uh-huh. playing, and and it is interesting to see how different they can be. Like you, that's until you mentioned that I didn't really think about it, but exactly. I mean, Clapton played a bunch of different guitars, a bunch of different kind of styles, really. Yeah, absolutely, and. Uh, so again, like even within a, one player, you you can have different camps of people who are like ah screw I hate his strat era or oh I love his strat era and I hate his what his woman right. tone or all this other crap or whatever. But um, yeah, that's interesting too. 
the competitiveness within one player's various eras, right. <laughs> you know? We can make anything competitive. This oh, is America. Totally. We can do it. Oh, yeah. No, this is an interesting topic, and uh, it comes up quite a bit if you it spend does. any time on the internet, on the various forms and social yeah. media outlets. Yeah. So, I see it daily. There's probably a thread up there right now. Right now as we speak. My feed about... Mark Knopfler's underrated. Yeah, totally underrated. Is it? <laughs> Top five guitarists yeah, of all time. Yeah. <laughs> Jimi Hendrix, underrated. Exactly. Most underrated guitar player ever. <laughs> well, it's funny because I was listening to um, an interview with Buddy Guy recently, and mm-hmm. he was... Um, he was talking about how he was never competitive. He just tried to steal whatever he could from everybody that showed him how to play guitar. And he, you know, he, he, he was never competitive about it. He just wanted to like, or he would say, well, he was humble too about his own playing. He's like, well, I'm not good enough. I'm not as good as T-Bone Walker or any of this other guys. So I have to do, I have to do more stage antics to try to get people right. to notice me. And, and Buddy Guy's one of the great blues players of I all time. I love his early stuff. Yeah. He, like, but, um. A so lot. yeah, so even within the, and again, I think within guitar players, you know, big guitar players, there's probably competition and competitive nature. But it was interesting for me to hear him say that, like he wasn't competitive. He was just like he was just trying to find his place, right, in, right. in this whole pantheon of great blues players, and and he did it, you know. And no, I think for an artist, competition is definitely good. Yeah. I mean, as long as you know you're applying it towards your art. Yeah, like this guy is like blowing everybody away I'm going to look inside myself and come up with something and, and present it but it's just like not just taking you know music and making it competitive yeah. or like yeah the music that this person creates is shit it, this music this person creates is great even though we do it all the time yeah it's like there's ways to do it healthy I guess that's what it is we're kind of changing our views here like well no I think what I think what you've done is you've made a good point and you've kind of done what you said you're trying to do as you get older is make as fine positives instead of negatives and the positive what you just said which is great is even the competitiveness within guitar players themselves can be good if it's inspirational oh, right I said that yeah you said Sweet. that isn't that great yeah. I, <laughs> no but I find that to be the case too because like I'll you know, you and I do this all the time. We'll we'll see a guitar player and we'll go, God dang, that that person's great. Like right. I, I'm going to sell all my crap. Or you know, you can go, I'm going to try to figure that out. Like you and I, we went through our bluegrass phase where it's like, let's <laughs> let's try to play this. And it was really fun. And we because, learned, and we, we can't, we play, can't this. play bluegrass. No, but it was inspiring, right? Because for a while we were like getting our acoustics out and our mandolins, oh. and we were playing stuff, and it was really fun. Even right. if it's short lived, or you know, you'll we'll revisit it. I'm sure sometime. No, I but, still, I, from that era that you're just talking yeah. about the bluegrass, I have yeah. things that I play in songs now. I mean. Yeah. I, I still, and that's my whole approach. And I've talked about that before in yep. another episode. Is like stealing stuff from you know, you know. We we we're trying to get competitive in the bluegrass thing. We're trying to really fix this shit. <laughs> trying to get a blue ribbon. Out. Yeah. Right. Right. But um, all we ended up with is some licks. You know, if you yeah. get five licks from you know spending like a couple months exploring something, and it, they end up in your repertoire to like help build guitar sections and songs. I think it's great. Exactly. And I think again, I think that's a really good point is just to use kind of that, you know, you may feel competitive about it, but just use it as an inspiration and say, God, I want to, you know, I really dig that person's playing. I'm going to try to get into their head a little bit and figure mm-hmm. that out. And that's what I try to do too. When I hear a guitar player I like, is I try to kind of get into their headspace and say, well, how are they thinking about doing this? Or, right. or I always like to watch video of them too play and uh-huh. say, Oh, that's where they're playing it on the neck. And right. you know, I was playing in a different spot. And, but again, that kind of competitiveness is cool because it's inspiring you to up your game or just become a better musician, you know, which is right. cool. No, it's, yeah, that it's aspect of it, cool. I think is positive. 
Yeah, the YouTube video has been really great for doing that. But what really sucks about that is when you see somebody doing it, and you're like, okay, that's where they're doing it, and you still can't fucking do it. And you're like, I <laughs> well, really yeah, suck. I mean, if you have a, you know, trying to like stick the needle on a groove in a record, you're like, well, I can't figure it out, of course, because it's really hard. It's not the right speed and all this other shit. But you see exactly. someone do it and you can't do it, you're like, I suck. Yeah, it could be demoralizing, but mm-hmm. uh, try not to get bummed out. You know, try mm-hmm. to stay positive. Like Chris and I, we're positive guys you know, <laughs> totally. for the most part. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Well, uh, that was awesome. I hope you guys dug that. Um, Chris and I sure dug it because it's one of our it's on our long list of peeves that we like to talk about and rant about. Check, you got anything else to say? Pat? Check that one off. Check it no, off. No, I think I've, I think we've covered that. Topic. Sweet. Yeah. And and again, the takeaway is love whatever you love, but try to open your mind and 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 not be so competitive when you compare players and stuff. And just dig. Try to take something away from as many people as you can. And. Um, but you know. please keep those form, keep those those posts coming because it's. I like but we them. do like to, yeah, we get a kick out of watching you guys duke it out online, and and it, occasionally we kind of throw, you know, spit wads in there too. Occasionally too, so what the heck? Yeah, it's not gonna hurt. All right, well, let's get out of here, man. All Listen right, to our thank stuff you very and, much. Yep. Thanks, adios. Bye.